causing a major disturbance on my time. <laughs> if I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? The I Don't Know Dude Podcast. I'm the dude. Hello, hello. We're back in the I Don't Know Dude Podcast, and I'm with my good friend, Hana. Hana, Hana, Hana. <laughs> and you know what, brother? I don't even know your name. Yeah, yeah. It's Chris. <laughs> Chris what? Chris Souls. Chris Souls. Um, <clears throat> we just met today, and we decided to do a little podcast, and uh, we're going to talk about farming and boob jobs. Yeah. And Chris, and Chris you are a farmer? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm the farmer. No. <laughs> just, no. Not yet. Yeah. So what, what, do, you, what do you farm? Uh, I raise corn and soybeans and pigs and hemp and different things in Iowa. And where, yeah, where, like what parts of Iowa? Northeast Iowa and also Arkansas. Now, is it like, okay, I don't farm, obviously. I'm from Manhattan Beach. How large is it? Do you like, is it like a commercial type? type entity like what kind of deal is it i mean it's a family farm i grew up doing this my whole life and my parents and i are partners and and we we grow uh, uh between the two of us have over seven thousand acres of, of of ground that we farm and we also grow what's we, it mostly consist of cor- just corn and soybeans and yeah. then then also i um, have uh uh, about a thousand acres in Arkansas. Personally, it's all organic. Um, That's good. Awesome. No yeah. GMOs. Yeah, and the, we're working that way. You know, it's like it's transition. It's not that easy. But and then we do. Uh, uh, we have over thirty. We raise over thirty thousand pigs a year. Wow, that's a lot of swine. <laughs> it is. That's wild. And okay, Hana. <laughs> Talk about boobs. I mean, that's really what. Is that the segue? All right, thanks, thanks, Chris Souls, about your farming endeavor. Uh, Let's get to the let's get to the real topic here: boobs. Um, Two of them. Yeah. So so (laughs) Hannah just got a brand new rack, and we want to talk about the process that goes through the 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 emotional process that you go through getting it. Because like from a guy's perspective, we're looking in your eyes. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Now I got four eyes, you know. That's exactly. Yeah. How it works out. Do you, have you been noticing a little, little eye ganders lately? Yeah, def- most definitely. Uh, game changer. Game changer. Yeah. You love, so you've been shopping for all your new little outfits and all that good stuff. You know, it's a it's a surprising thing that uh, everything still fits just a little differently. Right. <laughs> I love it. This is Hannah's first podcast ever. <laughs> um, Chris Souls, he's done some stuff like this. You said you were on uh, Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, and The Bachelor. Right. And how many girls on The Bachelor had fake boobs? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What kind of Bachelor was it? Was it the one where like you were the only guy and it was a bunch of girls? Yeah, I was the only guy. What season was that? I don't know. <laughs> how long has that shit been going on for? I was. I think I was on. I'm not even sure if it might have been the 19th season. I'm not 100. That's sure. so wild. I remember it first came out. It's like when it was the girl looking for all the guys. I think the wait, wait the I mean, bachelor. Wait, the bachelor is the guy with all the girls. Right. right? I, I've done both. Done both. Oh, do they recycle them a lot? 
like you know if you if you lose you be, then they, and people really like that one person a lot they deserve they want to find love and are you currently married to this person <laughs> I'm getting in deep uh, uh, so yeah so I was on The Bachelorette as a contestant and met um you know was the one of the guys out and of they just 20. loved you I don't know about that but I but I, they brought you back yeah, they brought me back and they asked me to be the bachelor and, and I did that. And so I was like the third contestant like yeah. to finish on. I mean, she dumped me, of course, but then wow. they asked me to be the bachelor. That's rad. Well, it's a cool experience at least, right? Yeah, it was a great experience. I mean, yeah. it's been a super positive like opportunity to be involved in, you know? Yeah. So I was just recently on the supermarket sweep. And uh, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hannah, oh, sweep, 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 sweep. Yeah, yeah. Hannah's still here, everybody. <laughs> present. Yeah, present. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, I went through that process, like the casting process. Uh -huh. So, so the casting process to me was pretty, pretty interesting. We felt like we had to jump through a bunch of hoops for not for not much in return. But um, I can't reveal what place I got yet on the show. But um, but, so is this recent? Like you yeah, we, we filmed like a like a like a month ago, and they're they're airing on October eighteenth on ABC. Ooh, the day before my birthday. Yeah, our birthday. <laughs> our birthday. That's right. Yeah, me and Hannah share a birthday, mm -hmm. and you're about to be forty. Forty, yeah. And on. I'm gonna be thirty-seven. What? You're not forty. I'm. That's right. I'm yeah. not forty yet. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're you're thirty plus ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how how old are you, sir? Uh, thirty eight. Thirty eight. Wow, yeah. we're the same age, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and you were born and raised Iowa. Mm -hmm. That's so fucking. So did it, so on the show? Did they did they use like that angle, like farmer boy? They played it hard, huh? What was like the most annoying thing? Did they ever like put you in a bad light? You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I thankfully they were really, uh, pleasantly. You know, I I never felt like I was put in a negative light. They actually because you acted nice. You you like I just met you today, and you walked into my studio and we're like, "Hey, let's put on some cans and have some fun here." And like you are a very soft, well-spoken guy. Like you think about what the things before you talk. Unlike myself, I just diarrhea out my mouth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. like I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle the bachelor being a bachelor. Like you can handle. It. I feel like you have like yeah. you have a very calm demeanor. To where, where like you. You can kind of handle that kind of attention and yeah. not really, and kind of be kind of mysterious at the same time, you know. It takes a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm thankful I did it at the point in my life that I was in. Um, How long ago was this? Like a couple years? Man, it's been four, three, four years. I don't know, but awesome. I mean, I was old enough to know better and be able. I've learned a lot from a lot of really respectable people how to communicate. And um, are you still in the business now? That do you dabble in entertainment at all? I mean, to. yeah, I've just I've done some weird stuff. Uh, Any game shows or? I mean, I I was on appearances and yeah, shit. Yeah, I've done a bunch of bunch of things. I mean, like like just, USA Today. I've been on everything. I feel really. Like. You did the whole you did the whole circuit, the talk show I circuit. To, I had to. I That's had to. Cr is that part of the is that like part of the contract type thing where it's mm. like well I guess if they like you a lot the show's gonna have you on. Well, you have to promote. I mean, like you spend. Well, I spent probably. A month promoting our, our my season, 
um lived out here in la doing all of that so and then with dancing with the stars i mean it's all i've done it all the man. dancing see i'm i've been a dj for 20 years right so i make people dance and but the type of dancing dancing with the stars that's a whole type different type of dancing it's not like you're twerking on a dance floor here like you're learning twirls you're learning you know like jitterbug type stuff yeah it was, it was intense yeah, have you ever had? Were you? Did you ever dance before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, no. but, but, you, but you're athletic, so it's just kind of just you just go through the. No, I'm, I know how to tackle people, but I don't know how to. Yeah. You know? yeah. I'm, I'm, Who? I'm, what was a notable? Were you this? Like, did you have the random partners, or was it celebrities with celebrities type thing? Uh, uh so it was. You know, it was me as the so-called celebrity and then uh you know i love that you're a humble man right you're a humble man yeah so what yeah. what were some of the notable cele- celebrities that were also on the show oh shit robert herjavec suzanne summers um oh. <laughs> three's company uh, yeah <laughs> uh, yeah yeah rumor come willis on, come on, um did you have any interactions with them? And is there any good or bad things like this? Because like you know, you get to meet them on a personal level and hang out with them, and it's like they're all just kind of there and they're just in and out type thing. It was kind of like you don't really get to know them until the end because you're working. I mean, I it's like a it's a we, job, dude. It's a job. We were doing it for eight hours a day at least. So you I, would rehearse. Mm. So they would film like what every Thursday or something like that. Every we would we would rehearse. Every, I mean, I sucked, so I had to do it over and over. And my, you know, my partner hated me for a lot of that because I. Was your partner the like the like the really good dancer? Yeah. Okay, that's what it is. The partner's the trainer, and she's. Oh, okay. Yeah, now I remember because I didn't really watch the show that much. Yeah, me neither. Adam Carolla was on a was on a. Mm -hmm. I know Adam. That dude, he's like, uh, he's like, I, I've listened to him since Loveline days, yeah. uh, like in the nineties. Doctor Drew and Adam Carolla. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like I actually learned a lot about boob jobs, which is the other topic <laughs> of this of this show. Hana, um, what what was the deciding factor on the size? Because a lot of girls want to go way overboard. You know what I mean? I mean that is the deciding factor. I didn't want to go overboard. <laughs> yeah. I also don't know how to swim, so. <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> Maybe the deciding factor was what was going to save me. Yeah. <laughs> but I do go overboard. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, it's a C. But uh, in terms of CC, I guess 330 maybe. I don't, yeah. Uh, it doesn't make much of a difference. If I decided to go smaller, it was like, you know, a tablespoon or two of Robitussin. They measured yeah. out in a, <laughs> in a cough syrup shot glass. So what, what <laughs> tip would you give any of the dudes here that are going to buy their girlfriend's boob jobs? <laughs> oh my god no um, you you support us but this there's a lot of guys listening to this podcast but for the girls listening give some girls some tips of going through the process of getting of, of getting the procedure yeah, i was lucky enough to have a great doctor that um worked with a few of my other friends so referrals are great um and just be sure be prepared i think i went over the course of a year and a half to the same doctor for about six seven eight consultants that's good. Yeah, and then I was absolutely, I mean, I was sure the first time when I met my doctor, but I continued to go, you know, six, seven times before I decided to do That's it. And good. then COVID came and ruined my, you know, oh, birth yeah. date of my, of my, <laughs> oh, yeah, the, birth, the birth date of the bosom. <laughs> so things shut down. And when it opened up again, I just decided to go for it. 
Good. Mm-hmm. And the process, the recovery was good. Mm. No, um, mine wasn't quite as smooth, but I didn't, I was shocked to that about that. But um, I don't know. <laughs> you gotta, you know, you gotta be good. You gotta can't drink. You gotta eat well. Everybody recovers differently, but. Uh, now, That's is the funnest part about getting a boob job shopping? Um, I haven't you know shopped. I mean? Yeah, it kind of is. I mean, the bikinis, yeah, that's exciting. But it's also exciting to see. No, I remember, though, I you were, you were never that insecure, no, though, to no. begin with. that, And that's what I kind of liked about it. Like, a lot of mm-hmm. girls get it for the wrong reasons, where they're really, really insecure with themselves. You were actually really secure with yourself before. And your demeanor hasn't changed, obviously. You're one of my good friends. I've known you for a long time. But, like, yeah. you, you've, never, you've never seemed insecure about it, and, and I think it led to all the right reasons, right? 100%. Compared to just, like, doing it on a whim. Yeah, I like, know. I mean, yeah. I could have gotten them when I was 20, 25, 30, whatever. Always thought about it, but uh, it was never an insecurity issue. I just, <laughs> Guys, you know, you're having a great time in my life, <laughs> turning 40, feeling good, feeling all right. Yeah, it's like a little, it's like like, a little, it's like a little gift. This. It's like either yeah. get a new car. Or I mean, boom. that's coming, too, but yeah, just... <laughs> No, you're you a, hey, go for it you're, you you're a boss lady. You've been killing it in your job lately. You're gonna recently move. To, you're gonna move to. Uh, you just signed a lease. Congratulations. Yes, I'm going to Scottsdale. Yeah, there seems to be an exodus out of LA, and uh, I just learned recently. Chris got mugged uh, five days ago, right when he got to Los Angeles. Ugh. God, yeah. I know that describes it all. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, what what time was it? Like, where where in Venice was it? Oh. Uh. I was on uh, near Abbot Kinney, like you know, the Abbot Kinney Avenue. Yeah. Uh, I just was walking to have a, you know, grab some dinner. I just got here, just gotten flown in, and it was about I don't know eleven thirty or so, and it was a dark street. And I mean, I'm kind of used to going for walks and just what the hell. Yeah. You know, you're a nature of, man. You're a farm yeah, boy. It's like whatever. I'm not. I'm pretty confident. I'm not usually scared of things feel like you can hold your own yeah it's not it's not like you're like a young like like a like a 19 year old girl walking <clears throat> through the alley right yeah it's some and i'm not four foot tall and i can yeah throw a punch um well, how what was the method did they just pull a gun uh, yeah two well, they pulled up with an suv suv and two guys jumped out and they had a gun wow yeah. and and how did it there's like they're like give me your shit motherfucker like how did well it yeah so two guys jump out of this vehicle and i'm like hey what's going on like, this isn't my uber <laughs> i'm like yeah. I, I didn't yeah, i didn't, I didn't call, call an uber i didn't call for an uber here what's <laughs> what do you guys want to do and uh i'm getting ready to be like all right I'm gonna, which one am i gonna have to punch first and then i reach down and touch uh pistol <clears throat> whoops yep and so my hands go up in the air and i'm like take it whatever you want buddy just take whatever you want i'll give so you- now you don't have your wallet or anything with you? I, I just said just let me have my uh id I, and my credit cards and right go but away but they, they, they were cool with that uh kind of yeah i well i had a large amount of cash in there and they were like you're lucky you have a bunch of money in your wallet that's wild that's crazy. Most people don't carry much cash <clears throat> nowadays. I mean, I, 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 I sh- I'm glad I 
Dude. But it's like you're fresh on your trip. Like I, like when I go on a trip, I'm gonna put like a thousand bucks in my wallet. That's you know? what I was. I was probably rolling with fifteen. Yeah, and it's like because he's like, all right, cool. You're gonna buy some friends some drinks, go to the bars, like whatever. You're gonna have for a cab. It's like you, when you, and that's they got you fresh, fresh off the plane. Yeah, that's just, crazy, man. I'm sorry to hear about that. Like you know, yeah. I've never been mugged, but fuck, I couldn't even imagine. It was scary. That's and crazy. Then, and then Welcome I, to L.A., everybody. Hollywood. That's why I'm here right now. That's why I've moved to a different place. I mean, the, I got an Uber to head back to get out of here, and the Uber driver's like, yeah. And I, I was get, I got in the conversation with him. You were kind of shook. You, you I was like, you're super shook, shook, right? Probably yeah. still am. Um, and, he, and I was just, we were just a good guy, and we were talking, and I'm like, yeah, man, yeah, I got mugged. You know, it's hard not to talk about when you go through something weird like that. Yeah. Well, ho- hopefully this is a little bit therapeutic. therapeutic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, this is this is you know probably saying more than I should, but he's like he's like yeah the um, the eighteenth uh, uh, Street gang has a territory in in that area, and they usually like they kill people. It's wild. Like they will, will kill you, like, just for fun. That's like, insane. As, as, I mean, it's, like, part of their deal. Like, the lawlessness that's happening right now, people are, people are like, leaving New York and, and because the cops are just afraid to enforce anything right now. Yeah. It's a wild, wild world right now. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, you're moving to Scottsdale, Hannah. Like, yeah. that's a little more safer than here. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. Uh, Scottsdale's a great town. I'm excited to be there. It's super relaxed. It's just, I've been out there a few times this year. And, you know, I've been a South Bay girl. I'm in Manhattan Beach, born and raised my whole life. <laughs> Didn't think I was going to go. <laughs> I know. You went to um, you went to Coaster, right? Went to Miracosta High School, class of 98. Nice. My whole life, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. But you've been killing it at your job, and, and now you're moving on up. Yeah, I love it. Love my job. Still can always come back here, work here, work there, work anywhere. But yeah. uh, going to represent and and build on that. That's good. That's good. Um, so how did you like? How did you fall into that job? Like you know, because then, you know, right now a lot of people are losing their jobs, and mm. and and KPG is a nurse staffing company, yes. and their their business model is accelerating. It is. I mean, we're very proud and lucky and fortunate to be essential. Um, you know, I was lucky to know the the owners and the founders of the company and brought me in and I had some experience before and literally sat at a desk one day not knowing what I was doing and built it from the bottom up and it's kind of what they did. Started you know, from started the from the bo- bottom, now we're here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know how that goes. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, thank I love you. It. It's Super cool. Excited. It's really rad. See, I, I like on this podcast is I like um, we like telling stories from relatable people. Like people like you and I, like, but like you know, I just met my, I just met Chris, and he was like, "Oh yeah." You say my friend Chris. <laughs> no, no, I just I just met Chris today. He's like, "Yeah, we're friends." We yeah. know we're, we're we're just hanging out in the front yard. He was petting my turtle, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh cool." He's like, "Cool microphones and stuff." Put it on. And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, I was on some TV shows." I was like, "Awesome." I was like, "Let's let's let's fire up the mic and let's talk about him." So. It's a cool little treat to have you on because usually it's a bunch of nobodies like myself, you know? Excuse me. <laughs> Still is. Still yeah, yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Hana, too? It's a treat to have you on, too. <laughs> it's, just, it's just funny. Uh, yeah, the, our, I just recorded an episode with uh, Art Man from uh, E! Entertainment yeah, on Art Man Presents. Uh, that was a fun one. Um, we, uh, we have 
we have some a couple crazy guests scheduled. Um, but what's funny is that this is an accident where you may actually be our biggest guest for a while, Chris. Because <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of of, of talk shows that like you on legitimate talk shows and then here you come into my basement operation and it, it's like from from the usa today to like my little podcast and it's and, it, and it's, it's pretty fun it's pretty yeah, fun you know good people that way you throw shelby out in the front yard she'll be coming around the mountain to my yeah. podcast i mean uh, i feel like shelby and i had a huge connection yeah uh really thankful for that and yeah uh, i learned a lot yeah. today about turtles you know and do you would do you ever aspire to have turtles on your farm no Oh, <laughs> I don't say that so quickly. I, I mean, I, I have a hard time. I it love gets cold. animals. It gets cold, though. It gets cold. Yeah. You got to take care of them. And you got to take care of them. And, like, if I had kids and, a, like, a wife and, you know, that whole nine yards. Hey, ladies, The Bachelor is a bachelor <laughs> right now. <laughs> I mean, I, I would have a million animals on my farm, but it's a little tough to, uh, you know, like, you know, it's a, yeah, you got to. Favorite like, movie? I Bought a Farm. Thank you, Matt Damon. Is that, is that a movie? No, yeah, no, no. You know that movie Damon. with da- Matt Damon? Yeah. Uh, I bought a farm or something like that. I, don't I bought. We bought a zoo. <laughs> yeah, we bought a zoo. Oh, that's what it is. I'm such an that idiot. That's a reference I that came from my brain. Too. I can't believe I have a podcast. Like I say, stupid. I can't shit. either. What the fuck is going on? Dude, here? I don't know how you got a podcast. <laughs> I know. How, I'm I'm curious of like the farming day to day. Like you wake up, do you, is there a rooster? Uh, no. Oh, again! See, I'm like, my whole fucking perception of your farm is way off. Yeah, everybody thinks it's it's so. I mean, yeah, if you break it down, you like uh, grew up that way. But um, we are, you know, the the structure of of how we do everything, is, like the day to day. A lot of machines. A lot of machines and a lot of management. Like I'm more of a manager than I am. Uh, Get your hands dirty. I mean, I used to do yeah, all of that. Yeah, you had to learn all that stuff. I did it my whole life. Talk about then, building character. Yeah, and like, did it since I was a little boy. Um, and then, you know, it's you have to, in order to actually create a career out of it, you have to sort of learn how to do it. Yeah, with, you have to, with, you have to with, mop the, mop the, you know, you know yeah, clean, clean the cages and... And, yeah. chit and feed the feed, feed the pigs. I've and done it all. I've done it I kinda, all. I kind of want to do that. I kind of want to get my ass kicked at a farm for like a week. <laughs> you know? I mean, I mean it's, it's super cool. I mean, I've, and I actually have a ton of really great people that I work with. Uh, you know, I don't even want to call them employees. Yeah. Um, but they're, you know, that, I, that work with us. And they do a lot of the heavy lifting. And, you know, I have to spend a lot of money to... You know, for a lot of so, other th- what's like your favorite tractor? Do you, do, you, do you roll around in like a dope little? Do you have like quads and all oh, yeah, those fun little yeah, machines? Yeah. Like, dude, that must be so fun. See, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I just want to around the around the around the around the property. Falls Souls Family Farms at, at go to at Souls Family Farms and you can at see Souls Family. How do you spell Souls? S A U L S O L S O U S O U L E L E S S O U L E S Farms and that's on Instagram. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, and where can they where can they find you on Instagram? I mean, I'm uh, Souls Chris. I think Souls Chris. Uh, you gotta yeah. change it up. No, Let's yeah. Well, it. I mean, it's the same deal. But I, but we do most of our like publicity stuff. That's not publicity, but yeah. it's just nice to so, you know show people what we're doing from a 
agricultural perspective yeah. on Souls Family Farms Instagram. So. Awesome. Do you guys package any of your own products or is it or you you just send the soy for for food companies? Um, so we most of the corn and soybeans that we sell go towards feeding animals. Right? So Yeah, it, it, people forget that that that's most of the of the U.S. food supply goes to feeding cattle and swine. Right, right. right. Um, so, do you guys dabble? Do you dabble in like in like uh, in like pork belly futures and stuff? You know, uh, I mean, and I'm in the futures all the day. Yeah, because because that, that's what you do. Because because you're raising so much pork belly, you uh, the, the prices fluctuate all the time. Yeah, and uh, well, and and people don't realize you can buy and trade uh, pig on on the stock yeah, on the stock exchange. Yeah, it's constantly managing like our risk it's not like it's not like i mean it's not a lot of fun it's actually not something i'd like to do but uh we have to manage our risk to just in order to not now does the government come in and ever prop up those prices like you know what i mean is a lot of subsidies and stuff like they don't they don't let it fall below a certain amount or do you or do you do you hold inventory and don't flood the market so the price doesn't go up type thing do you guys kind of is that that called manipulation is that just how the game's played so that's a very loaded question. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that I could talk about for about an hour. But uh, I mean, so you know, we've had food crises in the past, and um, you know, the government's given uh, a lot of help help in regards to sort of making sure that we all don't go broke. When yeah. things go bad, right? Yeah, the the U.S. government has the farmers back. That's one of the, one of the, one of the main staples of the of the U.S. is that the, the farming industry has a lot of help per se yeah. on a, in certain certain areas. And it's interesting because, like, how many pigs do you say you have? Um, I don't have any, but we raised over thirty thousand. Awesome. Well, you, you say that. As in, see, I, I'm just thinking like they're all yours. Like you name them all. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I mean, we don't, and yeah, but we raise them for somebody else. So it's all, it kind of works that way because they're really good at the marketing thing. I mean, there's, uh, I mean, people have gone broke over and over and I witnessed it. People commit suicide uh, and still happens day to day. I mean, <clears throat> there's been more bankruptcies in Wisconsin than they've ever had. Yeah, it's because I, it's of, been tough, man. Uh huh. It's been tough. So it, uh, but you know, so there's still a lot of, lot of tough. You yeah, know, as tough much situation. as people think they're being helped by the government, it's actually there's there's the other side of that coin where it's like, dude, um, you know, the the competition and the, and trying to be like sustainable or try to be you know GMO free or all that stuff. Like, what's what's your take on Monsanto mm-hmm. and all that? I mean, I think. Uh, there's a uh, personally i think technology is is great and, and monsanto has been a leader in that and uh, they're no longer even a company they're they've been bought out by a different company and uh, i think they've given us a lot of opportunity to improve our level of production and it's been you know they're yeah, i've i have nothing see, I, see, I, bad I, yeah see i it's think a, monsanto has such a negative connotation and I always believe it's like they actually provided, uh, you know, genetic technology so you're, so there's no famine, 
there's no disease, there's no, uh, you know, there's no infestations and they're, um, you know, susceptible to, um, to like the, the cold snaps and stuff. You know what I mean? They do a lot of engineering for the good 100%. and, and like, and people hate them. Like Beyond. most people shop for non GMO, but to be honest, like all bananas are pretty much GMO. Most things you eat usually are. And, but the, but the data is still, I learned this from my girlfriend, like, dude, the data is still out on what it does on what, what that type of stuff does to your, your body eating GMO type stuff. But so far so good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you're going to, you know, you're digging some deep holes with me cause I could talk all day about this too. Yeah. But, um, I mean, GMOs are, uh, you know, the heavily controversial topic, but they're, you know, it's like, if you really understand what a GMO is, I mean, you won't be that scared. We're, as humans, we're GMOs. I mean, what the hell is he? What? Ask me. Tell me what a GMO is. Yeah. You know. Yeah, genetically modified. Well, what? What? What does that mean? Oh, I know. It, 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 it's it, it, exactly like pe- people think like you're making Franken foods mm-hmm. here. It's it's like, it's like or like you're growing spam out of a piece of lettuce. It's like no. It's like it's like they make them so they're 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 more robust. Uh, they're more consistent. Um, you know, Thank like you. I said, the, the weathers, the, the weather fluctuations, and, 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 it, and it actually gives you guys a predictable number to where you can actually predict how much co- crops you're going you're gonna to harvest that year compared to like having a bunch of them go bad because they're not modified. Well, it's, to me, it's like taking like, oh, it's hard to describe. It's hard to even like, like articulate because it's, you know, it's... humans are gmos yeah pretty much you you good looking people breed together right absolutely so we as farmers we take good hybrids and a hybrid is a form of genetic modification we take take that gene like that gene is really good yep we're gonna breed that gene with another gene that's really good yep and we're gonna have and then I'm gonna put it. on my pair of jeans and go do some farming. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna make it. We're gonna make our lives a little easier. Um, right? My uh, my girlfriend and I we have a cat. His name's Mochi, and he is a genetically modified monster. <laughs> like that cat was bred to have the big old fat eyes, and it looks like a shovel Super slammed cute. it in the middle of the face. Yeah, you, describe GMOs to us, huh? Oh, that's just- <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you could see me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. that's a GMO. That's, that's a, a GMO, GMO cat. cat. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you think about like like a purebred cat that's not been. Now, you want to talk yeah. about Mochi? You want to how you got him? <laughs> want to talk about Mochi? Yeah. You want to give him the mic? Here, Natalie, Natalie's first appearance on the I Don't Know Dude podcast. First appearance? <clears throat> yeah. No. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> I'll hop on here and talk about cats for a second. <laughs> um, so Mochi's a really interesting breed. He's kind of like a, the French bulldog of the cat world. Um, he's like, and it called an exotic short hair, which is like a version of a Persian. But they're so messed up from breeding that there's so many yeah, things that are 100%. wrong with it. <laughs> so like your point, you're totally right. Like about, you know, he's fully genetically modified. That's how they get the desirable features. Right. As in food, right. you want those desirable features. But like Mochi, I feel so bad for him. His little nose is so small and it's squishing his face. So when he's trying to breathe heavily, he's like breathing out of his mouth like a dog, basically panting. <laughs> panting, you're saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. We ruins them. You yeah. Know, and they're weird, yeah. you know, like a mutt. 
Like a mutt dog is the best dog you could ever have. Totally. And then you get a purebred and they're like dumb as hell. <laughs> and you can't even train them because they're yeah. just like, they're perfect, beautiful. But yeah. I don't know. I'm saying too much. No, I agree with you on that point. Um, it's so weird because I think media wants to be like, oh, GMOs are bad for you. So we have something to avoid to make us feel like we're making healthy choices. When in reality, like people don't realize we've been genetically modifying food for so long before it was even a thing to talk about. Yeah, it's all about breeding. I mean, uh, just a little bit of background on GMOs. I mean, like we took like the original GMO came from like so Roundup and Monsanto. That's where, you know, we've, we've a lot of the stig- stigmatism came from. But they took a gene. They were smart enough to take a gene from uh uh, a flower and in and like breed that into a soybean to make it resistant to wow because uh, re- it the naturally this this flower is resistant to uh roundup which yeah. roundup kills about everything it's a, as a chemical mm-hmm. um and we struggle to like control weeds and it's a huge huge issue sure um, and so they were able to find a gene where they were able to in, like breed that into mm. uh, soybeans, and um, so it created, I mean, changed our whole game and made us use less chemical. Totally. I mean, just do a lot of things <clears throat> that were were better for our environment, lowered our cost, and helped us improved the yields that we were growing and the, and the crops that we were growing. Yeah. So, um, so, so I, I don't know. Everybody asked me about Monsanto. Well, that's actually a really good point. Uh, yeah. It's the Monsanto n- conversation could go forever because, you um, know, I could do- I've gone down that rabbit hole. But as far as it's actually clearly a healthier option for someone to genetically modify a crop to make it resistant <clears throat> to bugs and you know predators and anything and rather than use the roundup yeah and, and chemicals period yeah, yeah. I mean, we are using way less chemicals than we ever had when i was a kid yeah we when we were using everything in the book and going out there because you had to just do it and we had no way to control it totally. now we have ways to like like raise crops that actually are you know are resistant and don't die because of uh certain insects and, yeah, and yeah. whatever but um and it's it's a constant thing i mean I, yeah i don't know you could it's it's science is a huge part of agriculture and mm-hmm. we struggle with it every day and and they but we're we're all doing the right thing and and we're not trying to yeah, and, and we're, yeah lay out, lay. we're trying to feed the world and it's yeah it's no i think honestly thing. like the farmers get a bad rap sometimes it's almost like people think that they're doing it out of choice when you know there's at some sometimes they're being forced to use some chemicals mm-hmm. which is a whole nother conversation but it's like you're doing it for the better of people and you want to make better crops to feed people and you want to make people happy and of course you don't want to hurt people with chemicals right so it's like your intentions are good. Yeah, it's yeah. like lay off these farmers' back, people. They're just trying to make a dime. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not that bad. Um, and it's all controlled very aggressively by the federal government. And we were yeah. doing stuff. Whatever we put on, 
there's there's a uh you know we, the if we put on something chemical wise it's we know that we're not going to harvest it until that is processed through the the whether the plant you know the plant will process it it's like taking an antibiotic you yeah. can only take so many and you got to stop I yeah, see. Well, what's up with the antibiotic thing with the swine you know what i mean is that that's super well controlled seriously well focused i mean we're we're pqi certified which i don't even really know what the hell that means but, <laughs> uh, i mean we we, do, we pay really close attention to that i mean it's all money we don't want to just like pour money at at, at trying to make uh, animal or a plant healthy but we do it at in a controlled measure and then you know you work your way through it so um but yeah it's it's all been kind of reeled in and we're all learning as we go but uh the the industry is 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 very aware and there's there's a you know there's organic is is a is a, a great thing but there's it's hard also to do it's expensive super expensive and not it's not sustainable yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like everybody wants to be the hero you know what i mean it's but it's like dude you got it you just got to you got to get those crops going, dude. Get that money to ching. Is it true though that they say that they lowered the standards for organic certification to make it more attainable? Ooh, that's a good question. By more farmers. So we grow. There's we grow like ninety percent of the the grain and soybean, like the grains and in. in in the world here, we we grow a, a huge amount of product, and a majority of what we grow is not organic. Yeah, and it comes from other countries, and yeah, those countries. The the challenge with organic is we have to actually ab abide by some very strict guidelines here and so the majority of all the organic grains come from other countries i see wow that's wild well fuck i'm learning so much about farming today <laughs> i never thought i was i was walk outside hang out with the turtle learn about farming <laughs> like there's a lot this is this is this is such a complicated Topic that you said we can go on for hours just on on, uh, on GMOs. You, yeah, you're talking to the wrong person if you want to <laughs> yeah, have a short conversation about agriculture. Yeah. Um, but literally, we you know we 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 grow a majority of the grain, and all of our organic production is coming from other countries, and wow. they don't. They're not. I mean, I don't. I don't know what they're doing in India. They don't have the same standards. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, but. I'm doubting that they're having the same standards as we yeah. have. Yeah, we do import a lot of food. That's true. I think a lot of people don't realize how much food that we import. And, you know, being in America, especially in Los Angeles, people are hyper-focused on these little details of, oh, is it organic? Is it this? Is there no pesticides? And they're all worried about this. And in the reality, it's like a lot of their food's being imported and they're not. it's not being regulated. Yeah. Meanwhile, but we're giving our farmers at home a hard time making their products uh, you, you just hit the nail on the head <laughs> true, yeah lighten up on these guys people they're just yeah. trying to feed everybody yeah. and we're doing it right you know and the, we're doing it the right way so 
you know, and who knows what you're getting from other countries, right? Yeah. You know, and it's like, I don't want to, I'm not saying, I, I'm not out there, but I've seen what other countries do, and I yeah. can almost imagine, and and we're spending, I mean, I literally, I've, the, I just started doing organic for the last couple of years, and I mean, I'm spending a couple thousand dollars just for sort of organic certification, just oh, to well. maintain... You know, and, that, and then there's all the type of like the, the t- different types of pesticides, the different type of machines. No, you don't use an, an organic. You don't get to use anything. You're oh, just shit. I'm, I'm just doing it to just be to do it regulated. Yeah, you know, it's all got to keep it regulated. So that's where the genetically modified <laughs> uh, seeds come into play. Then you know, because uh, they're so like you can't use pesticides, so you need the genetically modified. No, it, you don't get to do no nothing's neither. Geni- it's no. nothing. It's oh, just wow. all so. It's and, like, Aren't, don't they have like a uh, like a like a seed bank somewhere where, where like they keep all the seeds that aren't that haven't been modified yet because because you can pretty much eradicate some certain species of a plant if you do, if you complete if you just you know only if, like if you mon, like monocropping right yeah. that's a really like you you're almost a monocropper you know what I mean so you just do soy and, co- and and corn I would do a lot of stuff but no I mean there's not I mean yeah I think there's like there's, I mean, if you go right down to it, yeah, I think the whole, the government has a place where they, they, they have, they have a seed bank just in case the world comes to an end. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but, but, the, but basically we breed seed every year and you can do, I mean, every, I don't even care what you use. It's all genetically modified. Yeah, that's what I was gonna you, say. You mentioned, yeah, you mentioned you uh, you you grow hemp as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Just, now, now, do you do it? Do you do it for the fibers type thing? We're sort of like, yeah. I'm looking at all options. Um, the CBD aspect. Yep. Looking at that more than anything. Um, I I think that you know in our area, uh, hemp would be more conducive to uh like like fiber but um like we're doing uh, working with some partners down in new mexico and doing doing it for cbd and they've they've had some success and no hemp's really resilient like you can grow it in a lot of climates right because it gets kind of cold up there right yeah, it's tough it's a tough what's it cold it snows up there Snow, like snow? hell, yeah that's crazy so what do you have to do when you, what do you do when it's snowing like like crazy and like you're all yeah, across everywhere you got to be careful. That's the thing. Genetics are very, very um, in superior. They're not, you know, the breeding has not been done. Uh, like you know, it's it's we we take for granted what we can do for corn and soybeans, but growing uh, hemp has been like not a. I mean, it's super fresh to agriculture in general. Yeah, dude, it was it was pretty much illegal for the longest time. Right, right. It's so it's just wild and and. It's still halfway illegal, and people don't even know what they're doing with it. You know, yeah, so, well, good on you for like spearheading that. That's kind of I mean, good, you know. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a farmer, and my, my blood, it's in my blood. Farmer I, Chris, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's in your blood, like you know, who knows? One day when everyone's able to yeah. grow marijuana, it might be one of your crops. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'll do it. You know, it's. It, as long as it's legal and we can yeah. do it safely and you know people I mean the CBD thing is I think a, a really positive avenue and uh that you know the hemp it's it's kind of cool I could go on with this 
Yeah, me too. But do you ever uh, do you ever play Stardew Valley? It's one of me and Natalie's favorite video games. It's all about oh, farming God. and seeds. He's too busy farming in real life, Richard. I, 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 don't, I haven't played a video game since I was. 14. Good for you. Good, good for you. Don't start. But yeah, me, me and Natalie, we, we really like this independent indie game. It's really popular. It's called Stardew, Stardew Valley. And um, a lot of kids with like autism like to play it. And, uh, and like it's a, it's a really therapeutic game because you're, you're, you're pretty much you're planting your, your crops and you're, you're watering them. You're letting them grow. Uh, you have to do certain seasons or certain seeds. And me and Natalie went ham on it for like a <laughs> How long were you playing that, babe? For like a month and a half straight. Don't embarrass me, please. Natalie's, Natalie's farm was looking good. Um, you know, it was, a, it was the beginning of quarantine, but I won't get in too into it. But yes, it was very addicting. But there's something rewarding about, even in virtual world, harvesting your crops and planting yeah. your seeds yeah. and watering. And like, and like upgrading your, your, like your hoe. I'm sure it's absolutely nothing like real farming. <laughs> I mean, it is. I think I'd rather do it on a video game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're sitting around eating Some snackies days. and pizza and, and, pull, and pulling up our, yeah. like, our, our, our made up crops. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's fun. <laughs> well, dude, like, um, I'm stoked to have you on. What a cool little, crazy little coincidence. And, uh, and like, um, you, know, you know, just walked on, waltzed onto our little property here. And, like, you're friends with Elsie. Um, uh, How do you, who do, who do you know? My, do you know my neighbor? Do you, like, who's the first, like, who do you know here? I'm assuming that I just met you like two hours ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. So Hana brought you around. Yeah. Ah, okay, that's cool. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> it's been many- a pleasure. It's nice to you. You're, you guys are great. And, you Thanks, know, thank Hana. Thanks, Hana, for bring, bringing in uh, um, our our first uh, B list celebrity. I love it, man. <laughs> you're you're a good you're a good sport for doing this, but that's like um, it's it's. You know, I built this studio just to have fun with friends just like this. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and you know, and where can you find your Souls Family Farms? Souls Family Farms. Uh, at, yeah, at, at Souls Family Farms. And then... Uh, and I mean, Souls Chris I mean, on Instagram. And you can watch him on the reruns on The Bachelorette. <laughs> and, you know, and all that crazy fun stuff. Uh, Hana, wh- Hana what's, what's your Instagram, Hana? Uh, Miss Mini P, yeah. I think. Miss Minnie P. Yeah. Yeah, she's a fun follow. Yeah, she's yeah, it's good. Yeah, Natalie, Natalie underscore underscore and I think we got three underscores. Yeah, in there. three underscores in there. Yeah, see, it's fun. I got to have the girlfriend on. I got to have a a, a, a dancer, farmer, bachelor on, and a and a, a, a staff nursing a staff. I can't even talk. Oh my god. A, a staff, a nurse staffing. A specialist that just got an awesome boob job. Oh my! <laughs> and end on that note, yeah, yeah. boobs. Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, here at the I Don't Know No Dude podcast, we love boobs. <laughs> and uh, yeah, guys, give us a follow, subscribe, share, tell your friends. We love it. Leave a review. You can find us on Spotify and iTunes. Tell everybody, guys. In and, and over and out. <laughs>